Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Full 90 Extra Time Podcast, our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, nerdy soccer culture, fan outrage, and an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league not funded by foreign royalty, MLS. I'm from Mornings on 107.7 The End. I'm Gregor. He's used to work for the Sounders. He's been all over the dang Century League field and traveled beyond and into the next country up and everything. He's Brandon from the internet. Hi. Do us a quick solid click through. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Tell us who your favorite Dev- ever player is from Roman Torres. Excuse me, from good Roman Torres to Samurai Jacked Roman Torres. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, this week, the home phobic Sounders FC take on the the new in New England seems a little played out. Okay, New England Revolution in a battle for the old England is better cup. I liked when you had Shalry Joseph Cup, the cup that no one cares about. <laughs> <laughs> the cup that might like come back and uh, play a Roman Torres striker position and screw you over the playoffs. He's a big boy. <laughs> Shari Joseph was the biggest boy, uh, like the OG big boy. Oh, that's good. I like that. I, like I don't it. know if Sha- I don't know if Shari Joseph juiced or not. It's uh, <laughs> those were supplements, bro. <laughs> they were bought in this country. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever been accused of doping after go to, going to like Emerald City smoothie. <laughs> To be fair, though, I feel like we don't get drug tested for what we put in our bodies as in terms of nutrition. <laughs> like, the only drug testing you've ever True worried about is peeing and something. That. <laughs> hmm. No, you you didn't test for any banned substances, but you did test positively for asparagus, and I didn't even have to test it. <laughs> so you had uh, Taco Bell again today, huh, Greg? <laughs> like, uh, why does my wife keep t- drug testing me? <laughs> I asked for a urine sample. I know, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Gross. <laughs> All right, you have a special dedication? 
yeah, first, I want to dedicate this episode uh, to the remaining pieces of Kim Kiki's body after it was vaporized and turned into little rubber pellets by Eric Hurtado from Sporking. I heard a rumor that that's what all retired sounder players do. do. They uh, just convert them into pellets to keep the field turf nice. And somehow, by some sort of magic, Brad Evans escaped the gravity of the situation, and that's why he's on the run. No man, it's Brad Evans's Force Ghost. <laughs> it looks real, man. I, I just gotta—I'm pretty convinced by it. I got that Force Ghost tickets to see the Head of the Heart. Damn it! If you're a Force Ghost, you just sneak in. <laughs> just phase through the wall. Hey, what a crap game! What a like terrible outcome that I feel like we all saw coming. Sporking takes the best out of Seattle Sounders FC three-two after the full ninety. I gotta say, my hatred for this team is different than some of the other teams that we like losing to fartland was awful right yeah but somehow i just don't have the same hatred burning in my heart for sporking kansas city i don't know what that is do, how do you feel about them i feel i feel like i really don't like uh sporking and i think it's it, there's a lot of reasons one of them is i really don't like benny fellhaber um he he went away from their team and that they re-signed him and like when he went away from the team i was like oh yeah yeah i don't mind them as much anymore they play good soccer i don't really like benny Philhaber at all and then they got him back and i i like them less um the the thing about it is i feel like sporking kansas city uh which plays in either kansas or missouri people told me about it i immediately forgot because who cares as you should uh, yeah they 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 could be playing with like 14 babies on the field and still beat the Sounders. And uh, it's, it's like beyond me that like when we played them earlier in the season, they basically had four people on stretchers being carried around by guys running around going hut, hut, hut. And they still beat the Sounders. So I don't understand that what it is about that team that always gets the Sounders go like every single time they play, um, they seem to have all of the odds against them, and they come in and win. So also, I don't know what it was. Remember years ago, that U.S. Open Cup that they took? Uh, for me, Sporking could start three turf bonies and still beat <laughs> Seattle somehow. And I, those are machines. <laughs> and so, those turf bonies are massive robots. They are not fast either. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> qu- I mean, quite slow. So anyway. Um, and somehow we beat teams with Roman Torres on the field. So well, or Not when he's off, though, interestingly. I, is, I don't know. I think the Sounders, for given the scoreline, the Sounders actually looked good at points. They looked they they were pressing really high up the field. But then I realized the reason they looked good is because all of the players were pressing high up the field, meaning they sacrificed defense. And uh, then you know Kansas City goes and, and scores three goals. One of them uh, literally literally turned Kim Gee Hee into little rubber pellets. I think that's figuratively, but okay. Uh, no, it was literal. Oh, oh, R.I.P. All right. <laughs> All right, Kim Kee Hee. Um, <laughs> I, I think that throwing Chad Marshall into the volcano to sacrifice in the name of the lava gods would have produced better results, but evidently that did nothing, and the defense is now sadly paying for it. Ariaga <laughs> out of place on one of those goals that like uh, that counter strike that they did. I forget which goal it was, but like he was way up past the center circle, and then Kim Kee Hee was kind of left alone with. Uh, with Salam return, like making the craziest run back to try and get it. It was just, it was destined to be terrible. Bad defense, unfortunately. That's not something that we say from those guys very often. We don't really know much about Ariaga, but we do know he was back with the tuck. And, you know, maybe that's the problem. Untuck! Untuck! Yeah. Maybe he needs I, his new balance. At least there's a good, uh, you know, good one thing happens is Jordan Morris scored with his left foot. Yeah, two so, feet, so- Morris! 
<laughs> he scored with his left foot. He scored with his right foot. Last week, I predicted that Jordan Morris would be the hero and that he would score a perfect hat trick. And at one point, like off of that hand, Walla Buana uh, curled it, almost equalized the game with this like beautiful curler. Unfortunately, he forgot to convert metric to American oh. and uh, just ended up pinging it off the post it went right back to jordan morris and i was like oh my god this is it he's gonna head it back into the goal there's the perfect hat trick that the crystal pepsi ball uh, told me would happen it didn't happen it missed it by centimeters by centimeters 69 <laughs> 69 centimeters <laughs> uh good to see that seattle sounders fc re-signed brad smith's hamstrings that apparently don't work so that's it's <laughs> good that they're keeping him on board for that that's nice yeah, good, good. I mostly good because after watching jo- Jovan Jones play that spot, uh, I feel like we need Brad Smith. As as much as I was on him for uh, his defensive ability and and praising his crosses, after watching Jovan Jones look like a lost German little boy running around the field, um, I cannot wait for Brad Smith's hamstrings to get stretched or compressed. I don't know exactly how hamstrings work, so just fix them. Yeah, Jovan Jones is kaput. Um, Now, we mentioned it briefly a minute ago. Bad news in the middle of the week. Before this match, Roman Supplementoris out for 10 games. Now, nine games to go in that ban. There was only 12 games left at the time. So we'll get him for like, I can't do that math. Is it one or two? It's the last two games of the season and playoffs. I mean, I'm not banking on any playoffs right now, even though it is crazy in the Western Conference, dude. There's four teams on the same amount of points. 38. Yeah, four teams on 38 points, three teams with the exact same record. Minnesota United, San Jose at the bottom of the stack after that result. Seattle Sounders FC. I think LA Galaxy are a really strange squad. They've got 37 points, but it's always win or lose. They only have one draw. So they have 12 oh. wins and 10 losses, which is That's crazy. But, yeah, but like I said, those uh, three teams with the same amount of points, Minnesota, San Jose, and uh, San Jose? What? I would have yeah, said no weird. way Jose earlier, but like here we are. 11, 5, and 7. That's They do draws in the middle for some reason um, on Google. But uh, 11 wins, 5 draws, and 7 losses for all three of those teams. What a wacky season. And like the goal differential for all of them is not why. Like LAFC has scored 38 more goals than they've given up, which is crazy. That's insane. The Minnesota 9, San Jose 6, Seattle 4. So that's the the GD right there. A five-goal spread is like not that hard to overcome over a few games. Yeah, it's crazy, especially with double-footed Jordan Morris out there. He converted from pirate peg leg. Seafarer's over. He's going to show him that we got two legs. <laughs> Throw away that stupid pirate. I'm going to score. Yar! That's what I heard him say on the sideline, I think. I was like listening real hard. So uh, Anyway, Roman Torres got suspended. That's a bunch of games out. That defense looks a mess. Chad Marshall's evidently been thrown into a volcano. What the crap is going on? I want to know. There's been some awesome performances recently, but also some guys missing. Right now, if you put a squad out onto the field with the resources that were available on Sunday, who's the best player for Seattle? Right now, I think the best player for Seattle is Nico Ladero. The guy is everywhere and I don't even have have some stinkers though in the second half some big old (sighs) bombs some crosses that just went to nobody out of bounds like he's a great player massive assists he's like in double digit assists again but like he gets these like little moments where he's wonky like his circuit he's just 
he's being asked to be too much. He's 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 asked to do too much. He's, he's like, he's you everywhere. want me to cut my hair off so I can be more aerodynamic? I get it. Now what? <laughs> he, he cut all of his hair off and people kept confusing him for Chad Marshall and he started to internal or sorry, Chad Barrett and he started to internalize it. <laughs> so <laughs> and, just drinking pickle juice like crazy, like oh, I'm not gonna get a cramp today. <laughs> is Nico Ladero sweatier than usual? <laughs> <laughs> if you know Chad Barrett, those are some solid jokes about him. So you think Nico Ladero is the best player and then who like who what place would you if you were like uh, Garth Lagerway right now and you had the checkbook out where would you trying to be buy a guy, be uh, buying a guy for the rest of the season if I had as you put here Brandon allocation money yeah, if, <laughs> if you if you had a million dollars in BAM Brandon <laughs> allocation money where would you what position would you sure up right now so there's one the Sounders are already doing one thing it sounds like they're already about to sign a guy uh, Emmanuel Cicchini Cicchini uh, Who's definitely not Italian? He's like Argentinian or something. Oh, like but that. that's all those uh, uh, all the fascist Italians and Germans moved to Argentina at the end of World War II. So yeah. this could get weird. <laughs> so uh, uh, well, well, I'm not even gonna touch that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're already in on this like 22 year old center defensive midfielder. So if if I if I had all of the Brandon allocation money in the world. Um, which is basically monopoly monopoly money at this point. I would say go all in on another forward. You already have, um, you know, you already have Raul Ruiz Diaz up there. But outside of Raul, if he gets injured, it's like you turn around and it's a, a desert. You have a 24 year old rookie who made his MLS debut this season in Justin Dillon, <laughs> and then a 17 year old congresswoman from New York, AOC. <laughs> I those. Neither of those guys has an MLS goal at this point. You're forgetting our new signing. I don't know if you heard about this, but we just signed a fourth Turf Pony <laughs> from Vancouver on loan. That's a weird loan. <laughs> That's going to really kill us when we play Vancouver and he can't play because of the loan restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Turf ponies, yeah. Anyway, anyway, if I had to go out, I'd say I would go sign a forward, a like just pure striker, something like Raul Ruiz Diaz. So the Sounders can actually go play two men up front and not rest everything on the thirty eighth touch of Raul Ruiz Diaz every time he steps on. (laughs) You mean a buttload of touches? A buttload. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. Go sign another striker. What do you say? Who would you? What would you go do? Yeah, that's so tough because the defense is really ragged right now, but they just signed somebody for that, and you got to think that's going to get a little bit better. I don't know if it's the heat getting into them or what's going on. So I guess, yeah, you're going to have to have somebody up top, even though Jordan Morris looks awesome up there. you got Buana playing kind of like a winging midfield position. Ladero obviously needs to have someone behind him. Rodriguez is supposed to be that guy, but he hurt. Uh, well, maybe that's maybe that's what it is. is with, like Victor Rodriguez injured. Um, Jordan Morris is like, he was always supposed, supposed to play striker. He's ended up forced out on the, the wing ever since he's been in Seattle. I think that... If, with Victor Rodriguez is injured, you go replace him with somebody who doesn't break every five seconds. Yeah, uh, and and then maybe move Vic, uh, Jordan Morris up top alongside Raul Ruiz Like Jordan obviously hasn't been able to do anything by himself the last two matches. The last two times that they've started him up top, which has been the last two matches, um, nothing has actually changed. And, and yes, he scored three goals, but all three of those goals have happened after Brian Schmetzer makes a tech uh, a, a tactical shift where. He ends up becoming more of a wide player. He ends up, you know, he's still beating players with his pace, which is something he does no matter where he plays on the field. Um, 
but he's not having to carry the team on his back as the only striker on the field. So maybe, yeah, replace replace a guy with like Victor Rodriguez with another high quality young uh, winger and move Jordan up top where he can play alongside Raul Ruiz Diaz. But right now, there's just no chemistry. There's nothing moving forward that isn't just like feels forced. It's crazy that Nico Ladero to Harry Ship is like the strong combo right now. I would have never guessed. I would be saying that at this point in the season. Harry Ship, what a standout player last season for sure. It's not that I don't see him having the talent or the skill. I just imagine like this next level player, this like seven digit player being the yeah. one that Ladero's hooking up with all the time. And with Rui Diaz missing so many matches this season, it's like you're not seeing that like we would expect. Right. So instead you're getting a Harry Ship up there, or in this last match you'd see that I mean that touch, that pass perfectly weighted to Jordan Morris from Nico Ladero for that first goal. Oh, the way that Morris sticks his right foot out to shield the player off of the ball and sets it up right into his left foot and then shoots and scores just to shut everyone up. Oh, oh man, it was a thing of beauty. That I mean, it won't get goal of the week because it wasn't like that type of fancy goal. Or no, whatever, but it was but. a great It was a great goal. That, that should be a routine goal in the Sounders arsenal at this point. Like That should be something that they're able to do all the time. But right now, they're so seldomly breaking teams down that that never happens. So also go Arsenal. So there we go. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> the prem starts back up already. I'm blown away by it's that. insane. Okay, yeah. Uh, this brings us to the most important player for Seattle. It's the Chad Barrett on a budget. Budget Barrett, man of the match. Your Chad Barrett on a budget. Budget Barrett, man of the match is got to be Jordan Morris with two goals. Chad Barrett on a budget. Budget Barrett, get your budget butt kicked on a Barrett budget. That was the first time I read that, Brandon. That was um, <laughs> well, well done. I think I nailed that. That's great. Yeah. yeah, obviously the guy scores two goals. He's the brightest point out there throughout the entire match. He made a lot of stuff happen. It just didn't have the quick enough reflexes to score that third to, t- to tie it up an extra time. But whatever. He looked great. He looks massive. He looks like he's bigger than ever. He's going to yeah. be Olivier Giroud before we know it. It's time for who is hot, who's garbage, and who is hot garbage. Starting with let's beat this drum to death. Hot, hot. How dare you put that Olivia Olivia Giroud curse on us? <laughs> Olivia Giroud is the most handsome man in English soccer. Okay, that's true. That is that is and he's, absolutely He played true. for Arsenal forever and scored a zillion goals. Then went to Chelsea and scored a bunch so far there too. Although he is old now, so Jordan Morris, <laughs> you're getting old. Anyway, hot, 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 hot. Jordan Morris won goal of the week last week and scored twice this week. So hot, hot. And Walla Buana coming off the bench. You looking hot. Hot. Change that game, man. That was something else. He he hasn't been included recently. All of a sudden he comes out there. He's got a ton of hustle. He was playing all over the field. Like They kept switching positions mm-hmm. and stuff, which was a theme throughout the match. And he looked real good. Moving on to garbage. Garbage. Uh, garbage racists. Garbage. Get out of here, you dumb racists. How about garbage? Garbage. The entire first half of this game for the second week in a row. Garbage. And uh, also, sad to say, that back line looked pretty garbage. Garbage. It was so bad. And one more shout-out for garbage. Again, a <laughs> Charlie garbage- Manson! Garbage. <laughs> Literal garbage. Garbage. <laughs> no, garbage is garbage. Fox Sports, again, like, that pass from Nico Ladero, I don't think we'll ever be able, unless you saw it live, you'll never be able to behold it in its majesty because that Fox Sports replay was Garbage. I want to just back this truck up real quick and say back to hot. Hot. Having Jackie Montgomery on the call from the sideline was pretty awesome. Hot. That's amazing. She's the best. Moving on to hot garbage. Hot garbage. I just want to put this out there, Brandon. The 
Hi, that right there was supposed to be a joke between the president and one of the referees in MLS, and I went ahead and pulled it because it probably would. Um, it was very, it was inappropriate. Hot garbage. All right, we're going to come back. We'll figure out what the. I thought it said the Niners. The Seattle Sanders <laughs> FC versus the San Francisco 49ers next. <laughs> Welcome back to the to the Seattle Sounders FC versus. Oh boy, welcome we back. definitely took a break. Welcome back to the full ninety eight. Welcome, welcome back. <laughs> Seattle Sounders FC take on New England Revolution. Oh, it's the day of summer camp at Marymore Park. My favorite summer day of the year. It means I can't make the match to watch Sounders FC fourth in the West tied. For second, however, it's just goal differential that's keeping them back. Taking on New England Revolution, who are real hot, hot. right now. They're uh, seventh in the East, but they've won like ten out of a. Or no, they they've only dropped two games in the last thirteen. Yep, crazy. Tell me yeah. about it. New England is is just silly good right now. So the Sounders are. Uh, I, I take this for what it's worth. I always like to look at how MLSsoccer.com is ranking uh, the teams in power rankings. Um, I like to look at at it because I mostly hate watch these power rankings. Yeah. Um, because they're arbitrary and it's a bunch of nerds like us sitting behind their keyboard saying this is why this team is better than this team. Blah blah. blah. So the Revs had like a real bad start to their season. They fired their coach. Um, they had the legendary interim- coach. Yeah, and then they uh, had an inter- yeah Brad Friedel, <laughs> and then they fired him into the sun. He he no more. <laughs> and then they spread his uh, rubber ashes across the the field as it uh, do- as it does as is tradition. <laughs> they they fired Brad Friedel after he told the everybody that the reason that they were bad is because they didn't have enough fans beating them up outside of the stadium after they lost. <laughs> and th- and then they go and hire Bruce Arena, a uh, former coach of LA Galaxy, former coach of the US national team and then former coach of the US national team again. Um and since they've hired Bruce Arena, they've gone just like on this insane streak. So while their record is not great, they're seventh place in the Eastern Conference. Uh, and the Eastern Conference is like not hot Hi. this season. Um, <laughs> would you say it's garbage? Garbage. <laughs> I would say it's garbage. Garbage. They've gone and hired it, and and they so they're tenth in the in the MLS Soccer Power Rankings. Sounders are ninth in the Power Rankings, and which is to say that in form right now. Uh, the Sounders on their way down, falling down the power ranking ladder. New England skyrocketing up the power ranking ladder. These are two teams who are on very different trajectories right now, and this match could be uh, very interesting to see how both teams uh, come into it and, and what they take out of it. Let's talk uh, about how bad the Eastern Conference is right now. It's actually about the same quality as the West, except for they just don't have an LAFC who kind of stands out ahead. But the Eastern Conference so bad that FC Cincinnati doesn't even have a crest on Google. <laughs> that's, that's how little that's how little they're giving to them so cool <laughs> the 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 so just to like reiterate how good the revs are right now they they yes they're coming off of a loss they just lost to the best team in the league lafc is running away with supporter shield so they just lost to lafc two to nothing but that was the end to what was an 11 match unbeaten streak so the Sounders, remember last season, won almost won ten straight, um, and these weren't all wins for them. But they they've won three out of their last five. Uh, they've won five out of their last seven. They're, I mean, so in this eleven match unbeaten streak, it wasn't a bunch of draws. Like they were winning matches. That's what's getting them on this streak. Um, the Sounders 
Wright only faced New England once a, once a year. So it's not like these teams have a ton of history. They're four, five, and four all time against the Revs. So that's only uh, what thirteen meetings uh, all time. They're three, one, and two at home. Last season they played to a nil-nil draw. So there's nothing to go off of there. But two seasons ago was like the most memorable game I think I've ever been to at CenturyLink. Were you at that game? You're gonna have to tell me more details because I have a very bad memory. <laughs> I, this was one, so it wasn't that memorable. For you. <laughs> I just don't, I literally don't know what you're talking about. So the Sounders were down three nothing going into the 75th minute and ended up tying that game three three. And when was that? Two years ago? That was in 2017. Yeah. Okay. So, you remember the you remember the time of year? Because I think I know why I wasn't there. It was. I think it was in July. Was your baby being born? Yeah. So it was like right around baby being born time and moving time. And so I remember watching this on TV and writing it off because they were down three nil, and then with 15 minutes to go, Seattle Sounders FC mount like a crazy comeback. I remember like we were down three nothing. Me and my buddy Tyler were walking out of the stadium. Um, like we were like, this is. It's it's late. Let's just start walking. And um, they score once as we're like walking down the concourse, and we're, we're like, oh, that's cool, whatever. And then like two minutes later, they scored again, and we're like, we have to go, we have to get back. <laughs> and so we were like standing just in between two concourses, watching the comeback. And then they ended up doing it. They ended up getting the draw. So uh, it was like a possibly offside Ozzy Alonso header into the goal. It doesn't matter. It was it was great. Anyway, this. That is all to say that these teams are uh, not don't have that much history be- between them. But I think the big story going into it is just like New England is just going crazy. They're go- they're they're great right now. The Sounders are obviously inconsistent. The Sounders haven't won more than two in a row since the first three matches of the season, and those were against Cincinnati, Colorado, and Chicago. Cincinnati and Colorado are the two worst teams in the league right now, and Co- Chicago is the fifth worst team in the league right Chicago, now. Chicago, Chicago. So- <laughs> So Sounder needs Sounders need to just build some consistency, start getting wins under their belt, and and start playing more confidently. Okay. Um, if, well, sorry. So I'm curious then because I'm looking at their their squad right now, their lineup, and like a lot of the guys have like last year's jersey on. Like they're, they're like they have like a pretty new squad here, including Jaleel Anababa, <laughs> uh, former Seattle Sounder FC, and uh, I think he was an S2 player, wasn't he? I I think he. I think he might have left before us two even was a thing. Wow. Okay. Well, anyway. I remember. I think I watched him. No, that's not true because I was working there and there was a kerfuffle between him and Kurt, Clint Dempsey, and I'm pretty sure Clint Dempsey punched him in the stomach twice. So S <laughs> two was definitely a thing at that time. Because a guy with a nickname like Deuce doesn't just hit you once. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So if we're looking at this match. What are you like looking to see these guys play uh, New England? I really don't know a ton of the names from this squad like they've got to have some sort of reinforcement some have they put any money into anyone like who are some guys that should keep my eyes out maybe some villains for this match so bruce arena comes into the team and immediately what he does is he takes uh juan agudelo uh who was their kind of goal scoring winger and he moved him to more of a like a christian roldan box-to-box role and since doing that as well as adding a guy gustavo Bo, who's has come in and been great for them and um, uh, Carlos Gill is another guy that's come in and, and played great for them. So if, if you're looking at a villain, I think the guy is going to be Juan Agudelo. So yes, the two new signings, both have been good for the team, but Juan Agudelo is just a threat. What are their names again? Gustav, Gustavo Bo. Yeah, B-O-U. Uh, or B-O-U and, then, and uh, Carlos Gill. Okay. 
Cool. How about for Seattle? Like when we're looking for some, obviously you can say, Jordan, I have a left foot, damn it, Morris. It's fired up from that match, but he hasn't exactly been Mr. Consistent. So if you had to look elsewhere, what are your hopefuls for Seattle to prove to be the hero this weekend? I am still going to say that the hero is going to be Jordan Morris because like I said last week and like I said the week before, when that kid gets on a streak, he's great and he gets the confidence under him and he scores goals. However, Rory Diaz is, is supposedly cleared his concussion protocol and is going to be back in the uh, at least in the 18, maybe the starting 11. Victor Rodriguez went through full training today at, at um, Starfire, so Victor Rodriguez might be back in the lineup, uh, who, probably not in the 18, or sorry, probably not in the starting 11. Um, but all that is to say that I expect Rory Diaz to come out and try to have a good game, but I'm hoping and I'm going to predict because it's been working out so far that Jordan Morris is going to be the hero. I'm going Hanwala Buana. I think he earned himself a chance to start in this uh, Saturday afternoon affair. So hopefully, I, I hope it's Hanwala Buana too, actually. That's great. So what's the motivation? Seattle Sounders, for me, they can't put two wins together so like you gotta start with one win <laughs> two wins together and you gotta turn this home form that's been so bad they've been like pretty home phobic these last <laughs> couple weeks big matches against western Con- conference rivals leaving a ton of points out there it's crazy for me they, they they come out and they win a couple games and you know it's great and they're playing well um or they're squeaking out a win and and still that shows something it shows tenacity uh but for me it's it's we talked about this last season too. Even though the Sounders ended up second in the West, I feel like at no point did we feel confident that they were ever going to really be able to compete for the MLS Cup. Because even during that nine-game streak uh, where they won nine in a row last season, Ooh. you you and I both felt at all times like this is this is uh, like sheen on rust. Like no, dude, it, it we, looks we nice, but if you shine it away. Yeah, we caught some flack for saying that, like, yo, this team doesn't look like it's actually good. <laughs> no, it's like they were somehow. It's like I, I recently saw something that um, it, it was. What would the Premier League Golden Boot look like last last season if you factored in the luck index? And that is to say that if if you took, I don't know exactly what the science behind it was, probably pseudoscience. But if you took in all of these things that could be considered lucky, the Golden Boot race would have looked a lot different. I think that the Sounders have a element if you if you factored in a luck index the sounders would be further down on the table than they are now would have been last season as well and yeah we're going to take some flack because a win is a win three points are are three points um and you know you earn it whatever you want to call that um but confidence isn't like confidence confidence, yeah. yeah that's not something that you just go well we just squeaked that one by that gives me a lot of confidence in this squad you want to see a commanding squad out there i thought to myself while watching this week's match i was like at no point did it feel like seattle sounders fc could field a squad that could control an entire match right and i haven't seen that in a while and these are the things that make me worry then watch go ahead Conversely, I'm looking at the opponents. I'm looking at New England Revolution. And obviously, Bruce Arena is trying to get an arena named after him, the Bruce Arena Arena. That's going to happen at some point. And to do Bruce that, Arenas. <laughs> be able to, uh, to pull that off, you're going to have to uh, win with another team, I think, there, Bruce. And it's not going to be Gillette Field or whatever it's called. So we got to figure that out. Anyway, um, that squad right now looks like a Seattle squad of years ago where they were real bad to start out, and then they get everything dialed in, and they're making a charge up that Eastern Conference table i could see that team being in contention for mls cup in three months when we're talking about this so this is a big big opportunity for them to really stamp their authority and 
right their ship and get that momentum, not the Harry ship, but get their momentum <laughs> moving back in the right direction again. I think that this is going to be a really difficult match for Seattle because of this New England squad. What are you? Uh, where are you going to watch the match? You going to go? I am. I will be working with uh, Danny and the digital team. So yeah, I'll be there. After somebody quit, they're calling in all, pulling all the stops and bringing in a little Brandon again, making that minimum wage. Welcome back, Brandon. <laughs> scraping the bottle of the barrel. The bottle, bottom of the, the bottom bottle. of the barrel. Sounds like you've been scraping the bottle a little bit tonight, there, Brandon. <laughs> all right, too long. Didn't listen. It's the TLD. Where are you watching? Oh, I didn't say that. I'll no. be at uh, summer camp, so I'll be watching it on DVR on Sunday when I already know the result for the second <laughs> week in a row. Hooray! Thanks, Twitter. TLDL, too long, didn't listen. <laughs> TLDL, R.I. Kim Ki Hee P. <laughs> TLDL, too long, didn't listen. Turf Boney, ineligible for the next Cascadia matchup against Vancouver. Come on, make better trades. Uh, I'm going to add one here. Too long, didn't listen. Budget Barrett. <laughs> TLDL, we need to make Brandon allocation money, I think. <laughs> Too long, didn't listen. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> like very belated. <laughs> like February 6th is his birthday. Like, eight, like eight months deleted. <laughs> Take a look at your crystal vodka ball and tell me what you see for this upcoming matchup. Saturday, 1 p.m. Central Link Field, the fourth in the West Seattle Sounders FC take on the seventh in the East New New England Revolution or whatever they're called. I don't know. Uh, what do you what do you what do you see when you take a look into that swirling mess? When I look deep into the bottle of the barrel of my crystal Pepsi ball, <laughs> this is hard. I I really I want to be serious because uh, usually I just pick the Sounders to win in some way, shape, or form. Whoa, you've seen behind the curtain how the science is done in my brain. But I think I honestly think, I think that, that the Sounders- curtain might be transparent, Brandon. <laughs> yes, yes, you've already identified that it's vodka. <laughs> I I think that the Sounders. Uh, I I I don't see them winning, but I do think that they could get a a two two draw, maybe a two one win. It just really comes down to that Sounders defense finally playing well together. Those like the four guys at the back for the Sounders in, in five, if you want to include Fry, have not played together enough for me to really feel confident about it. Two two draw or perhaps a two one win, maybe. I'm going. 2-1 win on a stunning goal by Stefan Fry. <laughs> Assisted by Hanwala Buona. <laughs> At Hanwala Buona's hot tubs and saunas. <laughs> Is that Chad Barrett? What are you doing? <laughs> Man's everywhere. No, a fecal Ladero! <laughs> Did you say fecal Ladero? <laughs> That's his... Remember when we do a Halloween name episode? We... <laughs> Nico Ladero dressed up like the poop emoji. Old boots over here. 